Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. What up, what up? It is, what is today? Wednesday, June 12th. Is that right? Yes, sir. All right. We got Chris in today. And you know what? I probably need to double check and make sure that the audio is working today. I didn't even think about that. Uh, Chris, you can hear me fine, right? I hear you wonderfully, what? and I can check my Facebook real fast. That's what I like to hear. We're, we're going to see. Let's see. Periscope hey seems to be up. Facebook yeah, we're good to go. We're good to go. So, totally unprofessional, but uh, but that's what I do. So, it's all good. <laughs> if it all works smooth, it just wouldn't be our style. You got that right. This is Winning Cures Everything. I am your host, Gary Seegers. We got Chris Giannini right across the way. You can follow us on Twitter at Winning Cures. You can follow me at Gary WCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini. You can also get us on Facebook, YouTube, uh, Periscope, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast app is. Go subscribe. Go leave a really nice review. Tell everybody how much you love the show. We appreciate the support on that. Thank you for jumping in today. Here's the rundown for the show. U.S. Women's National Team, I talked about it for about two seconds yesterday. They beat Thailand 13 to nothing, which is absolutely absurd. Uh, Chris has got some thoughts on that, so we're going to jump back into that topic. Big Poppy is in recovery. I'm going to let Chris uh, talk about one of his one of his all-time heroes. The NBA Finals, of course, is still going on. We're going to get to Game 6. We're going to talk a little more about Game 5. We're going to discuss what KD's injury means for free agency going forward. NHL Stanley Cup Game 7 between the Bruins and the Blues is tonight. And we're going to talk about the Raiders being on hard knocks. What that means, what we think about it. Uh, is the NFL just playing a really big joke? <laughs> we'll, we'll discuss all that. Uh, as always, the show is brought to you by BetNow.eu. Go check it out for yourself. It's awesome. I'm telling you. Badass sportsbook. Great odds. They've already got the college football week one odds out. So go check those out. BetNow.eu. Use promo code WINNING50. That's W-I-N-N-I-N-G-5-0, winning 50 for a 50% deposit bonus. You put in 500 bucks, they're going to give you 250 bucks for free to play with. You put in $50, they're going to give you 25 Whatever you want to put in, up to $1,000, they are going to hook you up. Great for recreational gamblers. We recommend them. BetNow.eu. Go check it out. Use promo code winning50. All right, Chris, let's jump into this bad boy. Tell me what you think about the U.S. Women's National Team uh, beating Thailand 13 to nothing. There is a so, segment of the population yep. that thinks that they shouldn't have run up the score, right? And then there's a segment of the population that's like, it don't matter. Like, it's it's a respect thing. We're going to keep playing hard. It's your job to stop us. How do you fall on this? Well, so th- there's, two, th- there's two sides of this. It's not just one of those two. I actually don't have a problem with the scoring. I think in, in all competitive sports – you just try to keep – you just got to keep trying to score, okay? Soccer is one of those games where you just can't sub everybody. That's just not how it works. You get like three substitutions a game. And so it's not like you can just put a bunch of people, other people in and say, we'll let everybody play. Um, I think you just got to kind of keep doing it just out of respect for your opponent respect for the game. The issue people have is, is should they have showboated? Should they have celebrated? Should they have danced? They pimped around. They, they did – everything you could think of to celebrate all those goals. And, and that's the issue I have. I'm a man that likes consistency. Okay. I'm an old man. I like things the way I like them <laughs> in baseball. 
You want to moonwalk around the bases. You want to pimp the base track. I don't care. I think if you want to stop me from doing it, don't let me hit the ball out of the park. You don't like me dancing in the end zone. Don't let me score. It, yep. it doesn't bother me because it's just it's just somebody's feelings getting hurt, right? It's just the extra that you don't like. And so with that being said, okay, we can get over it. Does it make them assholes? Probably. Is there anything <laughs> wrong with being assholes? I don't know. Like, is it a good look? Maybe not. But is that kind of who we are as this country? Aren't we like 80% show and 20% dough in everything we do today? I think so. Yeah. Okay. So so I think it's past. The thing that I don't like is immediately. Now, we get into this and we kind of joke about it because I don't know how to fix it. So if I can't fix it, I'll laugh about it. <laughs> instantly, instantly, this became a... Oh well, if these were men, you wouldn't criticize them showboating. And you oh, it, it turns into like the the, the battle between okay. the sexes. Right? Why does it have to be political? Why does it? It's totally not. I absolutely think if they were men, they would be criticized for showboating because I watch men who play baseball who flip bats after hitting monstrous home runs, and we have hour long debate shows saying, "Is it okay to hit that guy in the head or not?" After doing it. <laughs> so, so please don't say that men don't get criticized for this. Well, have- it, so the way that the world works now, everything is opinionated. Everybody has a voice. So there will always be a debate on everything, right? So Kevin Durant coming back, if he had not come back, like, and we'll get into this, but like, had he not come back, yeah, there'd be a debate on whether or not he should be back. Well, then he came back. And he got hurt, and now there's a, another debate of well, should he have come back? It's and now the we same want thing somebody with to blame. Who who's at fault for it? Not only not <laughs> only did we debate it no one way or the other, but now we got to put, put put blame on someone. Yeah, it's all who's it's all about blame for this. So with this situation, it, it's exactly and what you, you were talking are no about. Different. We have our own show. Yeah. we have our opinions, and we tell people about them. I, I, I just don't like that. It's we live in a world where. One person comes out with an opinion and everybody looks around to say, what side of the aisle are they on? Okay, that's a that's a white man. I'm instantly going to be against that. Oh, oh, that's a minority. Then I'm instantly going to be for it or against it based on who came up with it. And now we're just splitting our country over and over and over again. That's all we do is just we just find everything is divisive. Yeah, we find a dividing line and we say, which side am I going to get on? And then we get on that side and we start yelling at the other side. I just think that's. And, and once again, it's sad. I wish I could fix it. I can't fix it, so I laugh at it. It's, it is surprising that rather than being really excited about the fact that the U.S. women's national team is killing people, right? Yeah. Like they blew them out 13 to nothing. Rather than being excited about, man, we just got a huge win, uh, the number of goals that, like matters in these group rounds or these pairings. Yeah. Okay. Like, all right. Like, we're excited about that, right? But then everything turns as a into. a tiebreaker to get out of this group, which no one in the world thinks is going to come. Yeah, it's not going to matter. But, like, like if it, you're going to do it, do it and don't make an excuse for it. Yeah. Just, I, you know me, though. I don't like excuses. If you're going to do it and be an ass, own that stuff, man. <laughs> be that ass. I got gotcha. you. I'm okay with that. All right. Let's move on from that. Coming let's... from a guy who, who is an ass. A yeah, lot, it happens. So. I, do it. I already know. My people. That's it, yeah. This is right up your alley. All right, tell me, uh, tell me about Big Poppy. What do you know? What's the latest recovery news? What What do we know? So it, it it makes me very nervous to, like, I do appreciate the fact that I mean, as soon as the guy was physically able to leave the hospital, 
the Red Sox had a plane waiting, a charter waiting, their private plane, picking him up, flying him back to Boston. He had a motorcade that makes the president's motorcade look small. All right. Completely shut down the streets of Boston to get him to Boston Mass General Hospital. And he got there. He went through an evaluation. They were like, look, I know you had the best health care that Dominican can offer. We're going to put you back under the knife. Yeah. You're going to have surgery again. Now they do think he's going to make a full recovery. Got a couple more days in the ICU. He's taking a couple of steps. I think he's going to be okay. Getting him back to Boston's all I wanted. I, so, so, so I think he's, I think he's good. I'm happy for Poppy. I'm, I'm, I've been wearing red size gear all week. I'm not going to take it off till I know he's okay. Uh, I, I, I want a ruling from you here. Now give me a ruling. I'm a 36, almost 37 year old man. Okay. Okay. I've never met this individual in my life. I, I've watched him for well over a third of my life, almost half of my life, and I've worshipped him, okay? Complete and utter worship of another human being that's just a man because of the sport that he played, the team that he played for, and how he did it. The other night, we're, we're pre-recording a bank show so, so we can go on vacation. We got some right. things to cover. We, my phone's blowing up. I check it in the middle of you talking, and immediately <laughs> – I lose composure and I, I can't focus on what we're doing or talking about. And the rest of that night, I'm almost in mourning. I'm in grief. I'm, I, my, I feel like my best friend has been shot and I don't know how I'm supposed to handle this pass or fail. Is that okay? Like, is it okay for an adult man to get upset about somebody's never met just some celebrity that, that, that he's fine. Yeah. I, I think felt so. Like such a, I felt like such a, I, I, I use the word ass a lot. He's there. I felt like such a bitch. Like I felt like a huge baby. I could understand that. Now, if from coming from my perspective, um, and see, it, it, through the years, like I have just been hardened into this. I don't even know what I am anymore. But like, there's not a lot of things that really get to me, uh, right. and I don't feel like there's. I don't know that there's anybody other than uh, my wife or my parents or my children that like. I would absolutely lose composure if I heard something about them happen, right? But uh, I think it is totally fine and totally normal. Like you, you're a you're an ass, but you are also a big softy. Like well, you, I I'm a softy. I'm an emotional person. When yes. when I'm angry, you, you see my anger. When I'm excited, you see my excitement. You're, you're when I'm upset, passionate. you see my upset. I very much wear my feelings on the outside. I'm a bad poker player. Yeah, I, I, there's I'm a bad liar. I can. How I feel is right on my face at all times. And see, that's the thing. I think it's totally fine because everybody is different, right? It's the one thing, if I could change anything about myself, it's the one thing I would change. It really is. I, I See, I wouldn't even worry about it. Like, it, it's what makes you you, and I would. Yeah. I'm, I think that's totally fine. Okay. Like, we, we need more people like that in this world. Well, I don't know about that. Not, not all these hardened jackasses <laughs> like myself that, uh, that, that don't really care a whole lot about anything, right? <laughs> I care. I care about a lot of things, but most of those things don't matter in the world. Like I said, he's the guy that plays baseball. But I. But I'm not kidding. I worship him. I would. I would. I'd pull the kidney out of my side and give it to him if it meant him being alive. And and that just. I don't know. I think there's a lot of people that would do that, but oh, I, I, there's no question that we could build a church of Poppy right now. Oh yeah. Right now. Oh That's absolutely. Yeah. All right. So. So let's go on and talk about the uh, the NBA Finals because we, we can't spend too long today. But no. uh, I talked a little bit about it yesterday. Uh, I came to the conclusion that 
just because it happened doesn't mean that there was anybody to blame for this. Like sometimes freak stuff just happens. And I um, love that take. It, I, I, you know how I feel about this. I love that take. Yeah. So, so we got game five. Um, you saw without Kevin Durant, the Raptors totally outscored him, held him to 44 points or yeah, 44 points in the second half. Uh, I think that they get it done in Game 6. I think the Raptors close this thing out at Oracle. Golden State would go an entire series without winning a game at home. Yeah. I think they can knock this out. Um, tell me what you think about that. Like, what, is, what does this mean for free agency in your mind for Kevin Durant? Like, I, wh- Where do you go with this? That, all right, so, so game time. I, I don't know if they win in 6, but I think Toronto beats them. I cannot figure out Steph. Now, this doesn't need to be any knock on Steph's legacy, by the way. What no. Steph and Clay did to win that game in the fourth quarter, late minutes, they're down six with almost two to go. That's that's just a Herculean effort, right? Oh, there. yeah. That 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 is just pretty incredible. How do they score a hundred points without those guys scoring 60 together, 70 together? I mean, really, who else on this team for Golden State is scoring? Who's well, going to get it, 40 points? Who's going to add together to come up with 40 points between everybody else on that team? We saw in game as three. Good as, as good as Draymond has been. Uh, Draymond's not a scorer, though. Dray, Draymond can get 10, but he's not getting 15 or 20 a night. You know, now, he could get 20. Stuff. He could, but he, he's just – Very rarely does he. I just don't see it happening. No. You know, Iguodala's not that guy anymore, and nobody else on that roster can put the bucket in the hoop. The yeah. ball in the hoop. They just can't. No, I'm, I, I agree. I don't see them winning two more games. I don't know if they close it out in six. Some people are like, oh, man, if they don't close it out in six, Golden State's got it. All the worry in the world. Once again, I think there's no way. Bill Simmons and Ryan Rossillo had this conversation, and I, and I quote them all the time, and I know people get sick of me quoting the ringer. Just, just listen to their stuff. You don't have to listen to me. But, <laughs> but, but like, but Don't listen to Chris. Listen to us. This was a really good thought. By, by Ron Rosillo and Bill is if you had to guess the Raptors win by 20 or Golden State just went out right, what would you pick? And both of them thought realistically, I think there's a better chance the Raptors win by 20 than Golden State win this game. And I, and these are two of the smartest NBA guys I listen to all year round. I follow them. I trust what they say. And, and I think they're right. I oh, yeah. think they're right. I think the Raptors are the now, better team. Durant, and what does this mean for him in free agency? That is something I don't know. Is somebody going to give him a max deal yet and just say, we're going to waste the first year completely, and then we're going to hope that you become the player that you were after this Achilles for the last three years of this deal? Mm, I, I, I will tell you this. I don't know. My opinion on it yesterday was he still has a player option for this coming year. Pick that player option up and go to free agency next year. Yeah, pick it up, $31.5 million. Get yep. paid while you're rehabbing. Uh, I think I think maybe Golden State might feel like they owe it to you. But if the Knicks call and say, I'm still going to give you the max. No, we're going to give you four right now. We don't want to take that chance of you not signing with us next year. We're going to give you the max today. Here's the max. Here's the four years. Do you take it? I mean, I think you got to take it. You just told Yeah, I mean, you got to take it. I think you absolutely got to take the money. Yeah. I mean, you, you got to take it, but do the Knicks feel like, all right, well, we don't know what we're going to get there, and we can't afford to take any more chances 
and throw away hundreds of million, uh, millions of dollars like we did Knicks, on Amari Stoudemire. I think the Knicks can afford not to take it. I don't I know, think man. They have to take the chance. Because like, uh, you're not going to get Kyrie, right? Like We're pretty certain he's going to no, Brooklyn. No, but there's a lot of people that think they're going to get Kimba. And they also think they've got a package together with their draft pick to get to get uh, AD. You think Kimba's like a championship-level player? No, but if he was the point guard for 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 KD and AD, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, I mean, you still got to get and, and Caleb jumps in here. I know he's over there with you. He said Knicks can't talk to him until July first. Hey, get out of my face with that crap. You don't think this stuff's going on in the background? Oh, they've been talking for months. Yes, so. that's a, look. Agents can talk to whoever they want to. Right. Like the Players people that surround him can talk to whoever they want to. He will know. The guy that's yeah. most upset about this is Kyrie. Kyrie is, oh, yeah. is, is livid. Kyrie, you know what I think Kyrie's going to? I think Kyrie's I think going he's to going to the Lakers. I think he's going to the Lakers. I can't <laughs> believe it. Nobody, listen, all the ringer guys I listen to, they all think he's going to Brooklyn now. Nope, nope, he's getting the big plane ticket. That's oh, yeah, well, it, he would have gone to Brooklyn with KD. Yep, I completely but, agree. But I think he's going to the Lakers now. I think the Lakers are the ones that make the move for and, uh, uh, Anthony Davis. They don't have anything to deal. What do I, they have to I, deal? I think you, you deal – Josh Hart, you deal Lonzo Ball, you deal whatever you need to, along with the number four pick and whatever else you got. You come up with something, and there's the possibility of getting a third team involved, right? So yeah. the, the Pelicans came out and said that they are totally fine with that. Um, yeah. I think, it, and Caleb there, jumps there back in. He said, it, Caleb said the injury doesn't affect Durant at all; it affects everyone else. That's true. That's exactly well, what we're talking about, right? Anybody offers you a max deal, you take that money because you don't know. Now, here's yeah. who I wonder what it happens to. How who it affects most? Does it affect Kawhi at all? Because there was a lot of people that thought Kawhi bought that property in Toronto was going to sign a one and one with Toronto, but now, if you if you see what happens to KD, do you take guaranteed money or do you say okay? I love Toronto, but I can't. I can't do the one and one. I got to go somewhere where I'm going to get the full max, and I don't want to guarantee four more years in Toronto. Well, see, it, it, this was LeBron did this right, like yep. for a long while. It was always one year contracts. Well, he he would sign three year deals in essence. They were two year deals with the player option for the third. Yeah. So, well, until until later in Cleveland, well, right? Well, his last year in Cleveland, it was just a one and one. That's yeah, it was just one. That and was one. just, a, but that was only his last year. Which everything what, else was a three year deal. And then Durant signs the the two and one, right, or whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, which three. Is same. It was the exact same three year deal. Drew LeBron did. Yeah, call it a three year deal, but it's it's a two and one. So basically, uh, Durant has set it up where people are going to be looking more at getting that guaranteed money because while you do yeah. like to bet on yourself. I was just, oh, you know, I would love for Kawhi to come back to Toronto with that one and one. I don't know that he does it now. I don't think he does. I don't know that he does it now. Hey, but I, but it wouldn't surprise him, me. You were him, and you didn't want to play the next five years in Toronto, and you knew you were leaving at some point. But you thought maybe let me run this back with this team. Do you? Just well, say, Max, hold on. A max contract is uh, is is it four years? If you're four. not like, you it's know, four. the super max is five four. Yeah, but only only so many players like the player or the team that drafted you or the team that you were currently on or you had it's to have been there for a while, on, right? So 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 technically Toronto could give him the super. But he's not he's not doing that. He's no, not no, I don't think that, he's doing that, that. That's not happening. But get, I mean, could you see him signing a 2 and 1? Like is there enough money that he would I do think that? I think he could do a 2 and 1, but I don't 
Yeah, maybe he could do one of the three. But years. I mean, would you would you even really want to do like a, a super max or a, you know a five year deal, four year deal, whatever with like the Clippers? But he's oh no yeah no if he was going to go to the Clippers he was going to take all the money they give him he's going to take the max well yeah and he's going to be there because where he wants to be he wants to be there that's the difference yeah. I mean he's a he's a Cali kid man he's but he's but he's at the I mean he, how many how many contracts does he have left and he's played hurt for so long I mean as much as I hated the way he left San Antonio like. We look at him injured this entire year and the way he's kind of played through injuries. Man, maybe that injury was a lot worse. And maybe I'm seeing that from rose-colored glasses because I hated how he left San Antonio so badly. I'm trying to justify it now because I find him so likable. I, I can't dislike him long. Oh, yeah. it's it, He doesn't have to do anything to be likable. I mean, in that fourth quarter, he turned into Michael Jordan in that fourth quarter until they called that timeout. Oh my gosh! Like now, he's he's he unbelievable. Does do, he does do some things that frustrates me. Early in the fourth quarter, when he drives up and shoots like an eighty-seven footer, and like, <laughs> like, what do you do? What do you do? You just brought this thing to like a three-point yeah. game, and you're like, who? Like Rain Man? Like what? What are we talking about here, Kawhi? I mean, it's a heat check. I can understand it. <laughs> oh, it was oh, it's frustrating because then they turn around and they score too easy, and I'm thinking, well, it was a three-point game. Now it's back to an eight-point game. Yeah, I mean, it, it jumped quick. What are we doing? Cool. I was so frustrated, so frustrated, but neither here nor there. Um, so you think they're ending it at six? I think they ended in six. I think they get this one in Oracle, and, and I think the Golden State Warriors took it to six games and didn't win a single game at home. I think they're going to end it in six as well. Nick Nurse has to do a better job out of timeouts. Uh, yeah, that it, look, I think that was just a – I think he thought that he could that keep one. the momentum going. Look at every look at every timeout possession they came out of. I don't know that they scored on one of them on their first no. attempt at the basket. No, they if didn't. they scored on it, it was always a rebound, reset, and then something else. But the the play they drew up, he went over the last game. Yeah, complete goose egg. I, I, if you've you got momentum in that, that spot, out. like his his explanation was, he. Like, they were going to lose the timeout. He needed to get his guys some rest because he didn't want to pull them. It is the NBA Finals. Yep. You have got momentum. Yep. You're going for the jugular here. Because Steph comes down, he clanks that three. What are you doing? Now, Keep the momentum say, so going. Me, Screw me, the timeout. Let me tell you, the, a little, let me give him off the hook, maybe a touch. I didn't notice this. I didn't see it. Simmons says he thought that he saw um, Lowry signal for the timeout. If a player on the court was saying, "Hey, man, I got to come off," then yeah, you got to do it because they got to. But what he, what he hurts is is he allows them Golden State then to go into defense because that's what was killing Golden State was is they were having to keep pulling Iguodala back and forth because you hurt him offensively, but I need you for defense. Well, you let him off the hook when Clank would when uh, Curry clanks that three. You let them off the hook. And you allow you come them down to make and, a defensive yeah. substitute, and then they save their timeouts where they can substitute back to the offensive set, and and it just works. It works only in their favor. But if one of your two or three best players is saying, "I got to come out," then do you say we run it four man short and just keep momentum and hope we can hit something quick, or do you do you call the timeout and you pull him? Well, here's and, here's the, the other part of this was. The I wouldn't Warriors, watch close enough to know that. The Warriors only had one timeout left at this point. That's right. So if you keep the momentum going, if you come down and you get a bucket right there, yeah. 
I mean, that, that extends the lead to eight. The Warriors have to blow their last time out with, like, what, two and a half minutes left, three minutes left? So, or no, that, it was like the, over three minutes left at that oh, point. Yeah, they wouldn't have blown their timeout, though. Because so, they I don't think to, they, they would have. To, but They wanted to save the timeout until they needed a defensive set change. But but I think at that point, you kind of need a defensive set change. Well, no, right? because they were going back on offense if we score. If, well, if, yeah, but that's if, the only time that the Warriors could call a timeout. You got to have possession to call the timeout. True. So, like, at that point, like, if you go down by eight, you, you got to figure something out, right? So, yeah. but you're down by six, it's still only a two possession game. I don't know. Eh. I just didn't like. I didn't like Nick Nurse, and, he, and of course, he's done a hell of a job. He's gotten the team this far. It's unbelievable. He's going toe to toe with Kerr, who's one of the top two or three coaches in the league right now. So, so it's hard to it's hard to fault him. You're not going to pitch a perfect game. You know, you're not going to go through this whole series without making mistakes. Yeah, I'm not holding you to that. But when you when you have a guy like Steve Kerr and the Golden State Warriors on the ropes, you can't let them off the hook. You got that you right. Can't, you can't give them the breath that they need to come back. No, you are you are a hundred percent right. Uh, let's move on while we got a little time. The next couple of topics. Uh, first one: NHL Stanley Cup Game Seven tonight. The Blues, the Bruins. Uh, the Blues won Game Five in Boston, and everybody thinks, okay, they're going to go back to St. Louis. They're going to close this thing out. First Cup in at well ever in St. Yep. Louis, right? Yep. Uh, they don't get it done. The Bruins come out, handle business. So now everybody assumes. That. They had blanked. Yeah. It, so everybody assumes now that the Bruins are going to handle this at home. Yep. You know as well as I do, uh, home ice does not matter at, really at all. Game, and, game sevens might. Okay. So here's the numbers. Okay. All right. Boston in closeout games, Boston Bruins in Stanley Cup closeout games are six and one. Okay. Last night or two nights ago, whatever, they were five and one. They won that game. Stanley Cup Game Seven home teams historical in Game Seven twelve and four, twelve and four. So usually you're right. Home ice does not matter. I do think Game Seven's a little different. <clears throat> you can say what you want about the NBA's. I'm a baseball purist. I love baseball. You can say what you want about that. There is no greater Game Seven in all the sports than in a hockey arena. This place yeah. is going to be electric tonight. It's going to be crazy. The a lot of people have um, hinted out that Tom Brady's going to be the one waving the flag, going to be wearing a poppy jersey. I'm, <laughs> I'm just, I'm not kidding. If they get a video feed to Poppy's hospital room and he's on that camera, that, I, I don't know that they play the game. They just go crazy and just say, screw it. Like, we're like, this is it. We're just going to dance in the streets. We're going to dance on the ice, and we're not going to get a game seven in. It's going to be over. We're just going to take the cup. We're not leaving the city with it. We're just going to take it. So, uh, yeah. it should be exciting. I will tell you this. I'm really excited about this. Bruins guy, Boston guy, love that. I know people are sick of them. Everybody else in the country is pulling for St. Louis. It's going to be a good story if it's St. Louis wins it, too. The Blues, one of the coolest names in all of sports, St. Louis yep. Blues. A, a, an old franchise. They're not an original six, but I think they're like original eight or two. Like the next set of teams that were allowed in the into the league, the St. Louis Blues were that next set. Um, so you've got some history here, and uh, and and I think it's going to be a really fun, really good night. I'm excited. Tell me, as far as gambling goes, uh, and I know that you and I don't gamble a lot on hockey, but sometimes it's I fun gamble, to toss a little bit on. I gamble a lot on live playoff hockey. And you All know right, well, here's, here's where I'm curious. Um, so, in a Game 7 situation like this where it is uh, the cup or you lose, That's right. 
more than likely towards the end of the game, if somebody is down by one goal, whatever, uh, the team that is down is probably going to pull a goalie, and you got a shot at a, a cheap goal, right? Yes. So rather than betting a money line where the, the juice is pretty high on those, I would bet the favorite by one and a half. That's what I was going for. So if if you're if you're thinking the Bruins are going to win tonight, I, yeah, you, you would definitely go minus one and a half, right? Yep. And if you think the Blues are going to win, you just bet a money line. Yeah, just bet the money line. The two and a half. Excuse yeah. me. You catch the two and uh, the one and a half the other way, you're going to be paying a massive vig. Yeah, that's so. I believe it is minus one sixty for the Bruins money line. It is plus one eighty for minus one and a half. Yeah. So I, I would probably do the minus one and a half. My normal rule for all of hockey in the playoffs, I um, I don't do it a lot in Stanley Cups, but you know my favorite bet in all of hockey is when a team gets down by two goals to live bet the other team to win because yeah. you get like, you get like plus eighteen hundred plus two thousand. I mean you get massive massive numbers and you put a five dollar bet down and you just win a huge number or you bet twenty thirty bucks is crazy. It's happened more times than you think. Oh yeah, uh, it's I mean, it's basically oh, playing the lottery. I do not believe. Yeah, the difference is is yeah, this happened. could actually win. In in every in every playoff series I've done it, I've never lost money doing that. I've I've never done it because the odds are so great. If it happens one time in a series, you make money on all of them. I I would not do it tonight if Boston gets up two. If no. if Boston gets down two, I will absolutely play it because I think it's in play. If Boston gets up two, the Blues are not coming back three scores to none. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Boston can score. Uh, the Blues, like they, they have to play really, really good defense to have a chance to win. Yeah. So both, right. goalies, both goalies have been great. So. No, they definitely have. I mean, they wouldn't be in this spot if they hadn't. All right, last topic before we close this thing out. Raiders are the team for hard knocks. How do you feel about this? Like, this was a joke uh, not that long ago, right? Like, Jay Gruden over in Washington, when they asked him – he said, I think they should do the Raiders. Well, it wasn't a joke. I think he was really telling them, you're not coming to Washington. If you come to Washington, we're not going to give you anything. Well, no, I think I think that he – I don't think they were asking him if he could – it was just in a press no, conference. I know that. I know that. But I'm just saying, because there's only like six teams eligible for it this year based on the qualifications to get it. What, and, what are the like, qualifications? All right. So in what I always thought was you had to be a non-playoff team and you had to not have your coach changed over. Somebody once told me uh, – all right, so Caleb, my, my trusty assistant here, just uh, sent me the thing. So a team with a first-year head coach can can opt out. Okay. A team that had a playoff berth in the last two seasons. That's what I didn't know was real. Oh, in the last two seasons. opt out. So the last two seasons, I thought it was just last year's playoff. And then there's a third one, which is a team that has appeared on the show in the last 10 years can opt out. So you've only got like six or eight teams that have qualified. The three teams that everybody I heard talking about it was the the Redskins, who I thought would be incredibly boring. I did not think they would be entertaining at all. Um, the Lions, who I absolutely thought would be super boring and not entertaining at all. And the Raiders, who would be just immensely exciting. <laughs> now, my only problem with this is I've spent – at least a decade trying to get John Gruden off my TV screen. I've hated him at ESPN so bad. I didn't want to hear him 
ever talk again the rest of my life. But now you're kind of excited about it, right? Now, well, I don't know that I'm getting excited. I don't, I don't use the word excited. <laughs> I'm going to watch because I always watch, but I really don't like the idea of having to listen to John Gruden again. Yeah. I mean, the I, chances okay, of I him understand. saying anything different than he has said the last decade on ESPN is slim to none. <laughs> he just... The guy says the same 12 phrases over and over again. He's literally just a cliche, just Rolodex. Just let me flip oh, yeah. this around, pull a phrase out. You know, we're, we're going to get we're going to get at least 35, you know, Y2K spider bananas, whatever the hell he always says. Hey, Matt, Matthew Miller jumps in on YouTube. He said, uh, do you think we'll get to see a murder in real life TV with a fight between in, uh, incognito and perfect? <laughs> Oh man, I forgot Perfect is there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot they got Perfect. I yeah. don't remember the Incognito signing. That was just. A I think it's possible. No, they. I mean, they might team. I would see them two teaming up to like kill some small kid together. Yeah, probably. <laughs> that makes more sense. No, like, Perfect has always been a great teammate. No, he never hurts anybody on his team. When it seems a lot of people actually kind of like Richie in, uh, Incognito as well. <laughs> so like Teammates, he. Yeah. They're, they're likable dudes in the locker room, but it takes a, you pretty much have to be like high, high competitive, like professional athlete to like those guys. Yes. Yeah. Look, I call myself an ass. No, 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 I'm not. I'm not even close to that level of ass. That's right? a, your buddy Caleb jumps in. He said, or our buddy Caleb. He said, uh, I want the Raiders to have a two year contract for Hard Knocks. Let's move them into the new stadium. That's what I thought was they would hold the Raiders off till next year. But I just think their other options were so bad. Yeah, I think options, I think doing the Raiders this year. I don't remember the other teams. Somebody somebody rolled them off in something I was reading or listening to, and it was like six or eight. It's not a big selection. Obviously, I mean Redskins were one of them, right? Well, the Skins and the Lions were the two, and I really didn't think they should have done the Lions because you know they would have done an entire like lifetime story on Matt Stafford's wife, and that's just not that's yeah. She didn't sign up for that. She's dealing with what she's dealing with. We need to leave that family alone. If he plays football, he plays football. If he's not, you leave him alone. Yeah, I think I agree with you. I think I agree with you. All right, that wraps it up for today. Chris, this has been a lot of fun, buddy. Yeah, man. So you headed off to, uh, what, Chicago? I leave for Chicago tomorrow morning at 5 a.m. Ooh, good gracious. And I'll be uh, I'll be down in the backwoods over the weekend till uh, till next Tuesday sometime. There will be yeah. a show on Monday. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I'll do the show Thursday and Friday, uh, and then I believe Monday and Tuesday we'll have uh, a couple of the bank stuff. We're we're getting ready for college football previews after the NBA finals, after the NHL finals. Uh, Baseball still going on. There's still a bunch to talk about. So no worries, we ain't going anywhere. Uh, as always, go over betnow.eu. Use promo code uh, promo code winning fifty. Uh, W-I-N-N-I-N-G-5-0. You'll get a 50% deposit bonus. Go over to winningcureseverything.com. Make sure you download the podcast. Subscribe to it. Tell your friends about it. We appreciate you guys being here. Chris and I will see you the next go-round. Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app. Visit the website at winningcureseverything.com or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at Winning Cures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B. Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.